Wow. <laughs> what was that's, that? That's my Hantisha Good Fairy. I'm going to need a couple more words after that. <laughs> What's a good fairy? Welcome to My Top Everything, a podcast where we argue about anything and everything. We're three best friends. I'm Marion. I'm Kara. And I'm Mara. And everything we say on this podcast is not always accurate, uh, might be hypocritical. Our memories have been sullied with time, and there is no fact checking unless we think it might score us points at the end. So take everything we say with 10,000 grains of salt because most of it isn't true. Also, references to any person, living or dead, is purely coincidental. Uh, I think that's all of them. If you think of another disclaimer, email me uh, that I should have. (laughs) Um, Let's go straight. What? What? Email you at what? My top everything podcast at gmail.com. Dot com. What is that from? Like that commercial, right? Which one? Yeah, but which one? I don't know. <laughs> I'm blanking Dot com, so hard. Figo, Expedia. Oh, Expedia. I said Fi- Figo. I don't know Figo. what I was trying to say. Figo, you go. Figo. <laughs> Figo, yeah. we all go. Yeah. Oh, yes. I was thinking. Back to Kara's zipper merged off the, cl- off the cliff. <laughs> it's not the same. You can't compare those things. Yes, you can. Well, I think we just did. The... One people die, one don't. So, you know, <laughs> different outcomes. Potato, potato. You'd be a great lemming. That, what is that joke? Uh, maybe look up what a lemming is. I don't think I will. <laughs> uh, I think I'm going to live in ignorance. Uh, Instagram. Uh-huh. It's an app. It's an <laughs> app. Yeah, what about? <laughs> it's an app that people have. Yes. I think we should have an Instagram. Yes, it's on I'll my list it. to make. Oh, yeah, you make it. Yeah, I That'd like it. I'm always on it. And then I can I promote. I love that. Yeah. We just you can like promote your, the three of us. You can I promote am... your Mara propaganda on well, yeah. our Instagram account. Oh, yeah. I mean, it might be skewed towards my tops, but no. <laughs> <laughs> no. All, All right. right. <laughs> so our topic today, a totally different day from our last recording. We're not doing so new, back to back. So fresh. We would never so do this back to back. Our topic today is top three things I would do with a million dollars. Kara, do you want to start us off since, I don't know, symmetry or whatever? No. Yeah. I think you should go first, Marion. All righty. All right. <laughs> symmetry um, would actually. I will say me, I had me going first. You. Because same backwards is forwards. <laughs> yeah, you're not so, wrong. Yeah, but yeah, you, go ahead, Marion. Ruin our symmetry. Thank you. Yeah, I'm an asymmetrical person. Um, I do have one honorable mention, which is that my honorable mention uh, thing that I would do with a million dollars is figure out how to meet Brendan Fraser again. There's some way to do that with my million dollars. I would. Well, you wouldn't be meeting him, so that's not possible, technically. 
I mean, like, like a meet, meet cute. No, like, yeah, like you meet up with someone. Meet up. Okay. Well, like you can no, say, like, like prep- I want to meet. I want to meet them again. Mm-hmm. It's a different statement. Um, that's all I'm saying. Anyway, yeah. Uh, nice. If I could meet him again, and I had to do something with a million dollars, like make an indie film that he would deign to be in. I mean, I guess. I, I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> I guess I'd be okay with that. <laughs> okay, my my real number three thing that I would do with a million dollars is I would open my own like uh, novelty museum. So kind of like a couple of years ago, Mara Kara and I went to madison yeah for an opera it was yeah. terrible awful we, we, didn't really, favorite, we couldn't hmm? my favorite part was we got out of there and Kara was like it shouldn't have been in spanish it should have been in portuguese right <laughs> or like because it takes place in brazil and they yeah. don't speak yeah. spanish yeah <laughs> so she was yeah, like it was, a, it was an opera that was written about brazil but they were it was a Spanish opera and the tickets we got, they didn't tell us it was partial view. So we couldn't see the translation that, you yep. know, usually there's a screen above the stage with the English translation in an opera. So we had no idea what was going on. Um, but during that trip, we discovered an absolute gem called the Mustard Museum. The Mustard Museum. It's a, so I looked it up because it's just outside of Madison. It's in Middleton, Wisconsin. And apparently the official name is National Mustard Museum. Excuse oh. me. I the know. National Mustard Museum. It is no, a brilliant, no, the. beautiful place. Is it still <laughs> alive after COVID? Yeah. Oh, good. Great. It opens at 10 a.m. on Monday. Yeah, it does. On we Monday. Have, wow. Okay. <laughs> so we have a poster from it. There's a whole story about that poster, <laughs> but maybe we'll get to that a different day. Um, but yeah, so the Mustard Museum is very fun. It's like themed. It's got this guy's personal collection of like different mustard sculptures, like all sorts of things that he's curated over the years. Um, and I just went today with Matthew um, to a museum, like 10 minute walk from here. That's called the Museum of Jurassic Technology. Very Ooh. weird vibe. Very like post-ironic. Couldn't tell what was serious, what was real. It was like, okay. it, the idea was like, it was showing you like technology that people did back in the day or like beliefs they had. So like at one point there was a We're whole talking room, like 17th century, 15th, 20th? All of it, any of oh it. But like, okay. yeah, so there was a room that was like, it had a little vial of spittle and about how like there was a belief <laughs> about spittle that you would like rub it on like an infant's nostrils and like ears and things and you, like the priest would spit and then do it. And like, like there were just a lot of things like that. But then like there was a lot of references to Noah's Ark. Uh, it was, mm. it was we weren't sure if we were in like a Scientology cult thing, but like I asked somebody who was there and she said it was more like being in tune with like nature and, um, and, uh, the, the knowledge that humans have inherently like aggregated over all of these years. And we have that we like ignore now, but it was the coolest part was there are these, um, things called diatomes. I think that's what they're called. Diatoms. Diatoms. So they're a type of algae. When they die, their little skeletons are glass, but these are very, very, very small. So the coolest parts was like the different art that they had there. And there was a man named Henry. um, 
I don't know. Matt remembered it. Henry something. He made diatome um, like mosaics using that and butterfly um, not tiles. What do you call it? Not flakes. Scales. But butterflies have scales. That's the colors. Um, They do. Yeah. So did you ever hear that if you touch the wings of a butterfly, the reason you're not supposed to do it is because they're so delicate and like. Yeah, they can't. The, find the scales, more. the scales rub off. Oh, so I don't know if that's true, but um, basically, so he would take butterfly scales on this like microscopic level, and then diatoms or diatoms, I don't know, and they he would use their glass skeletons and make these gorgeous like little mosaics of like flowers, tiny birds. And you, you like literally had to look through a microscope to see them. Oh, that's so and cool. then there was somebody else who did like miniatures on needles, like sewing needles and like literally, you know, the eye of the needle, they would mm-hmm. have like a miniature that they made and crafted that they would put in there. So that's there cool. were like things like that. But then there was also like a taxidermied head of a dingo. And when you looked in, there was like a projection of a man sitting in a chair where the like kind of, where the brain of the dingo would be and he was making like dingo like rah, 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 noises oh my God. um so there were things like it was all over the place like i've never been to such a and they had they had intentionally like constructed the inside they had bought like old stores and then made it like this kind of winding labyrinth like very like claustrophobic um like hallways and rooms And they had made it kind of like a cathedral where there was like these plaster columns they had made and like fake stained glass windows. Because like back in the day, the very first museums were like, you know, a a European church would have like their collection of like ostrich eggs or things that like they found interesting that the like public would come to see. So like that's kind of like the beginning of like curiosity shops and things. Um, So... Anyway, uh, yeah, uh, I think I would do something like that. Something that's like an interest of mine. I pay the million dollars to like set up the place because like I I feel like they're so creative and it's like someone really saying I can make a space that I wholeheartedly love and other people are going to love it like the Mustard Museum or the Museum Mm -hmm. of Jurassic Technology. And I just think like if I had a million dollars to blow. For the record with mine, I didn't do any like loans savings charity yeah i took all of those out i thought probably kara's first list was just those like were they one of the one of them still is but yes okay yeah Yeah. i also ignored the obvious things of like purchase property a second home a cabin invest get my will up to date (laughs) she's getting out of the frame she's so (laughs) embarrassed kara's like damn also, way to call me out. I, I'm telling no one that I have a million dollars. Oh well, oh. everybody can f- off. Nobody uh, gets to know. That'll be interesting to see if they'd be able to figure it out based on what you do with it. Yeah. yeah. Perfect segue. What's your number three? <laughs> uh, so my number three, I want to do something to give back to my community, and so it would. And I think it feels right to do something centered around food scarcity or helping the unhoused individuals. And so I don't know what that would look like, but it would probably be a partnership with an already existing infrastructure potentially, or maybe it looks like, I don't think I personally have the energy to lobby 
or something like that. So it would be me paying somebody. So you're paying, you're um, creating a pack basically. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Here's the money for you to be able to do that and not stress about paying rent this month. Yeah. I think that's good. Yeah. So you're trying to solve homelessness with your million dollars. Well, no, I don't think I can personally solve homelessness. That's (laughs) outrageous. And I, that sounds sarcastic, but it's not. Um, that has to do with laws and other infrastructure that systemic. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good one. The the guy's name was Henry Larson, by the way. If you look up Henry Larson diatoms, for all you listeners I think out it's there, diatom, diatom, yeah. Um, there is uh, there's the pictures of, and I know you can't really tell based on the pictures, but these are literally like so so tiny. These mosaics are like I don't even know what to like compare them to how tiny they are the art that gets made from like fung rice no sorry uh other microorganisms i think is some of the coolest art out there so i'm very excited to dive into little henry dalton yeah when you next time you guys visit la i'll take you to the museum of jurassic technology and you can see for yourself the the vibe Kara yeah um so mine all probably are yeah okay so uh my top three thing that I would do with a million dollars is uh is to pay to update everything at Hanashaw at my camp uh so we had so a lot of our infrastructure was built by something called doodads and so (laughs) There, it was an all-girls camp for a while before Campfire became an um, all-gender camp. And so these dads of the girls would come and they would build cabins for like weeks and months at a time. And so all of our infrastructure is like, you know, handmade by people who didn't know what they were doing, basically. <laughs> wow. And we, our camp <laughs> is cute. on like really steep hills. And so a lot of these like cabins are sliding off the hill or like are you know it's like wood that was untreated because we didn't know to treat it kind of thing so it's like what you can eat (laughs) yeah exactly we need some like (laughs) decaying wood for you to eat um so i would use all of that money just to try to get like a barn and like make sure that it's like a long-term like uh viable camp because i would want to make sure that they're there for generations I really love this. I love that in the origin of Hannah Shaw, it was just built by community, like trying mm. to create a space in order also, for those kids. And then also I love that you're like, okay, well, I'm going to ensure that other people can like have as meaningful of a time as I did while here. That's so sweet. Yeah. The name, I mean, the name doodad is cute too, since yeah. it was dad's know, doing it. it. Yeah. yeah. I think it's, it, I think back to the things that like affected my life and there is quite a few, but that was one of the most important aspects of my childhood. And I know that for a lot of kids it's the same thing. And a lot of people can't like afford to be able to do that. So we do like scholarships to make sure that kids can go full time, all that kind of stuff. So it's like, yeah, super important. Oh, mine are really selfish. There's no, 
There's no, I was like, anything that has to, is charitable at all out the door. Like, cause I was like, I was like, oh, I could do a top three charitable acts. Like yeah. I was like, it would, so, um, anything else we want to say on that before I go to my top two? No. What's your top two? My top two thing that I would do with a million dollars is start an Antarctic research program that meant that I could go to Antarctica. Yeah. Nice. Oh yeah. <laughs> that's the that's the selfish part of it is I would be the funder and therefore have control over the program in a way that meant I definitely got to go and live there for a significant amount of time. So yeah. yeah, I would hope to be but I know that it's like, you know, all of that has to do with the government. So I don't know how it would work with private money, but I feel yeah. like if you've got a million buckaroos in the game, probably you can get to Antarctica. Yeah. Um, I feel like government has been influenced by less. So I feel like the chances <laughs> are pretty good. Maybe well, I was already it. playing that packet. <laughs> the, the program I would fund is like a program in Antarctica where they try to research the dinosaur aliens and when they're going to come back. Yes. <laughs> That's a really great idea. And I cannot wait. Thank you. I'll be supporting from Twitter. I am terrified. I feel like you're actually going to create Jurassic Park with this idea. Honestly, like that was one of my things. I was like, I was like, gosh, it'd be Antarctica or spending a million dollars, something to do with dinosaurs. Like I would become that guy. What's his name? You know, the guy. Yeah. That was also Grayson's, by the way, when we were talking about this. He was like, you should create Jurassic Park. And I was like, fuck no, I would never do that. That's a terrible idea. (laughs) No, no, no. Even on a small scale. No, no, that's why I changed the cascading effects. Yeah. I think I think we've learned from the franchise that doing a Jurassic Park in any capacity is bad. That's why I changed it. And I was like, oh, it's got to be the space dinosaur aliens. There's got to be some- John Hammond. Yes, I would be like John Hammond. I'd go crazy. Spend nice. no expense. All of that. Yeah. yeah. That's a good one. I like that a yeah. lot. I'd be down to be on part of your research team. I'll yeah, get whatever we'll skill you need. We'll <laughs> oh. see. That's fair. Listen, one of my I mean, I earned this a million dollars, right? By like freaking What did you what did you like, do? To earn it? Like yeah. I was in uh the middle of nowhere with no contact for a year or I watched so many football games for this money <laughs> to go to Antarctica? Like you know, didn't yeah. like how did you, you contribute it. to it? Yeah, yeah I earned it. That's fair. We could pool our resources. I was humiliated on The Voice, and I would like to participate. No, I don't believe you would Um, get a million dollars for that. Yeah, (laughs) we'll work with that. One of my colleagues from a previous job, uh, their friend uh, worked in Antarctica, and his their job was to drill the ice holes, and somebody got a calculation wrong at some point in the... I think the like cost of that mistake was close to a million dollars. Holy cow. It was like going in at the wrong angle. Everybody. Yeah. So. That's actually nuts. The responsibility. <laughs> no. And like, I like one time, didn't you say one time, like, like sometimes your errors in your job are like multiple thousands of dollars, like $20,000, just a quick mistake. Yeah. $20,000 on the so, lower end. So stressful. <laughs> It is stressful. stressful. It's terrible. Yeah, I don't like that. Uh, My, is it my turn? Yeah, Yeah. do it. Uh, My 
so I had two others that were pretty, I think of as pretty boring, uh, and like, self, not self-serving, what but were they? it was, I would pull an Emily Gilmore and I would work part-time at like a museum, uh, joy, nice. all the joy. And then also I would do something Polly Darden-esque to help like distribute books to like low income schools, cool. I think, um, something with book access, um, but with a million dollars, the second thing I would do with a million dollars on my list, I would, per, I'm, I love Supernatural. I would produce an episode of Supernatural where the Dean and Castiel canon yes. that they confirmed <laughs> after the 15 seasons, Finally. like they're acting it out. It's, they're this just, is, this is a Yay. noble, noble task. Thank they you. have yeah. been gay baiting the community yes. for seasons, yes. profiting off of the women, especially yeah. who watch that uh. show and making us sit through so much misogyny. The least oh they God, could it's... do is confirm and let us see some smackaroonies on the mouth. Yeah, that's what I want. And I think a, what an episode sometimes costs like what? A, 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 I think this is a very a good estimation because you have to pay off a lot of people for this yeah. to happen. And the so I think a million dollars for this episode totally makes sense. I think that's the right amount yeah. of money to get it done. Yeah. Um, and then a million dollars for a real life canon fanfic. Yeah. And hopefully I make money off of how many times it's viewed or like sold or hopefully I'm Residuals. not like left with nothing at the end of this. Um, yeah, but residuals. I would spend the whole million and residuals. Yeah. No expense. <laughs> ex- wait. No. no expense spared. spared. Yeah. Yes. To, I, oh, to see them kiss or like just plus, be together? Plus two. This is just. Thank you. A good <laughs> idea. Oh, our first plus two. Our first plus two. Well spent. <laughs> it's, there's never been a better idea of what to do with a million dollars. Wow. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Accepted. (laughs) That would be worth eating someone's stray cat. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. What about that pet cat? I I think this is, you know, if we had to sacrifice (laughs) someone's mittens, as long as it's not mine. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Lindsay. I think they'll they'll watch the episode and they'll be like, it was worth it. (laughs) (laughs) You died for a noble cause. Yeah. Yeah. We'd let yeah. the cat watch the episode first. Or like sitting in the coffin with Lydia, you know. That would oh, also with be Lydia. Worth it. <laughs> well, I don't know. What's Lydia doing? <laughs> Watching Lydia her. Might chill. Oh, the video cameras. <laughs> that was good. Yeah. I've never seen it, so I can't participate in this conversation. But everyone is very excited, <laughs> and I like that. <laughs> nice. What's your boring number two? <laughs> My uh, super awesome number two is, uh, <laughs> oh, sorry. <clears throat> the number two thing I would do if I could spend a million dollars on something is I would buy an airplane. I would uh-huh. learn how to fly it and I would fly to Antarctica in every country. Shit. Yeah. I actually but had Antarctica. With just a million dollars, you it'll your million dollars would. Let's see how much yeah, I would totally do that. Yeah. It, it, I'm not like talking about like fuel and like hotels and that kind of stuff, but I think I could. I think I could squeeze it in in a million dollars. Okay, let's... Yeah. I would buy an airplane, and I would learn how to fly it, and I would get as far as I could with the number of countries, but number one would be Antarctica. (laughs) 
Okay. That was, that was my actual yeah. first one. Yeah. Well, you won't be I able see. to buy a brand new airplane because apparently brand new private jets range from three mil to 6,600 mil. But you could buy an ultra light <laughs> one seater for like 15 grand. Yeah. And, and when you die, when you die in the Bering Strait, that'll be exciting. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm very much looking forward to that. And uh, then no, I've Grayson will make a million dollars because then he can sell Bandy when you're gone. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and no, he refuses to do such a thing. Oh, yeah, right. You're the heartless. Sorry. <laughs> Just kidding. Reasonable. Yeah, you wow. got this a million dollars because you sold Bandy, and now you're going to go perish in your little $15,000 living... plane. Listen, she's the happiest dog that's ever lived. She would be fine. It's fine. Anyway. Um, so Bandy's, yeah. what I'm hearing is Bandy is worth a trip to Antarctica to you. Yeah. No. Well, that's what oh. you said. See, it's different when you pair them. This is also when I was writing these lists, I was like, would I do this for this? And I stopped doing yeah. that because it was freaking me out. Um, it was hard. No, I would I would not sell Bandy to go to Antarctica, which is a $10,000 trip without all the extra accoutrement. Grayson, are so, you sure you want to marry this person? She's she's going to sell Bandy. She's going to sell your your We're just child. dating, bud. <laughs> Blink, it's not too late. <laughs> But for the record, the types of planes that go to Antarctica are not like small little planes. No. No, I know. Yeah. Um, this is maybe a slightly unrealistic Also, I said one, Bering but... Strait, but what am I thinking of? What's that no. part of this? You're thinking the, of the, the Drake ocean. Passage. The Drake Passage. Yeah. yeah I knew what you were it. talking about. Yeah. Yeah. I looked it passage. up. I looked up how to get to Antarctica recently. I went on a very weird binge, um, and you can get to it from uh, Ush- Usha? Ushuaia? in argentina or in chile yeah. okay. uh, and there's two options you can either fly and it's like right a couple hours or you can do the boat on the drake passage and it is fr- i'm not usually scared of things open ocean is one but also the waves on that are like enough to flip a boat have you seen because you're not as into tiktok as me and mara but that's kind of like old news like there's there's a yeah. thing literally called drake passage tiktok yeah and it's like or drake drake passage talk and it's basically just people showing their videos of them in their little rooms. How do you access such such content? Like, do you wow? Like, this just is crazy. Hashtag? Hashtag? You just you just open up the app. Mm-hmm. You go and to then that you little. Spend did you know six hours on it? Did you know there's this like <laughs> this universal icon on the internet? It looks like a magnifying glass. It means search. Aww. You I click that. I've never used that on TikTok. Minus one point for your attitude. You click <laughs> that. Minus two for not knowing how to search something. We can't just start doing minus you go, twos. Well, randomly. You one me for trying Listen, to. What I'm asking. What I'm asking. If you had let me finish before interrupting. You type in was, no. Drake Passage. And but is a hashtag was my question. If you, you type in the search like, bar, you don't need to hashtag it. Well, then how do you know what the co- like I'm asking how the kind of behind the scenes of TikTok works? Like if I want to access yeah, X they, thing, use, they use k- keywords and hashtags, but literally right, that's what I was asking. Man. You just come here. This is the magnifying glass, everybody. It's on your front page. Huh. You can't see anything. Look at this. You can't see anything on your screen. I can't. Um, I have drink drink passage. You don't even have to finish putting it in. Some of us don't use TikTok for six hours a day, and some of us don't search things. They just go onto my. Some of us never learned in the past twenty years of the internet what a search bar is. I'm asking if it's a hashtag or not. That was my question. I think you can search hashtags if you want, because also sometimes Gen Z will put like unrelated hashtags, like weird hashtags will be going around. And then they'll mean apps, literally nothing. Um, but they'll that. be on every video. But also, um, 
I organically ended up on. <laughs> so did flip. I. So yeah. did I. But this but, is for Kara, who needs uh, to know how to get to the content. I'm on it. I like. I've gotten a couple of videos. Yeah. I was just asking, like, if you say that I wanted to search for how lollipops are made, like, is it like hashtag? It lo- works like Google. lollipop make or whatever. It no, works you don't like have to Google. search hashtags. 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 No, Mara, don't back down. That was right. This is a, this is an absurd <laughs> thing that Kara's making us talk about right now. Um, Let's talk. I feel like my mom's on here. <laughs> At least we filled in some minutes. Yeah, <laughs> that's what we're uh, trying to do here. It looks like Mara gets yeah. a song in this episode. I love that. Yeah, hashtag, hashtag, hashtag. Can it have like music, hashtag. like you know, like I'm too sexy for my hashtag, hashtag, hashtag. hashtag. pose. Yeah. Um, oh man. Um, it's okay, Kara. But can is you your do, phone can nearby? You? Yeah. <laughs> okay. I, well, I you're gonna if you get on it later tonight, you're gonna end up in deep sea TikTok. All right. Mara, can you also do some sound bites where you say Drake passage like that, like hash- how you said hashtag, so he can mix it together? It came out on accident. I don't know. Drake, Drake passage. Drake yeah. passage. Drake Let her passage. do it clean. Let her do it clean. Drake passage. became a thing do you yeah. remember like however many fucking years i sound so old right now i used to um, put a whole sentence sure do. i know that i'm aware and i was like what's the purpose of these things and then finally oh someone explained it and i was like that's actually freaking brilliant it's so smart so i've been what wondering since they tell oh, you that it's a way to search for things that it's like it's like it's coding, basically like putting tags yeah yeah yeah. Okay. Um, I would like Mara? to say for wait, the wait, record. Wait, 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 wait. That, no, I'm, I'm with Mara uh, on this one. I made that noise internally and I just didn't put it out there. It was too obvious of an answer. I was like, is there, am I overthinking this? Am I underthinking it? I was just, I wasn't. Uh, I just needed you to confirm. That this was, was when researching. it was first becoming a thing. Like, very sure. first becoming. This wasn't like last year. And it year. seems like you're still struggling with the concept to this day. <laughs> She's so mad. Yeah, I never made her more mad. Do you type in www when you type in a website? (laughs) 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 You type in google.com. Do you type in Facebook in the Google search to get to Facebook? <laughs> if Marion had let me finish my question, this no, would not have been no. a thing. You know what? Replay it. I'll let you finish the question. How do you access such 
section content. Like, do you wow? Like, this is crazy. Has- hashtag? Hashtag? You just you just open up the app. Mm-hmm. You go to and that little. Did you know? Six hours on it. Okay, so where are we? <laughs> I don't know. Where are we? We're on our number ones. Okay, let's uh, take a break and do our sponsors. Yeah. Hashtag. All right, our top three sponsors this week. Uh, number three is Grayson, our sound engineer and music uh, entrepreneur creator. I don't know, words. Um, and uh, our, our number two, anyone have a number two? I think I did a number two last yeah, time. Yeah, my number, I have a number two. Um, I'm going to... Completely original thought, but number two is sponsored by my grandparents. Um, I finally, <laughs> wow. yeah, I finally wrote them a thank you card for Christmas and um, got to cash a check. So thanks, Grandma and Grandpa. <laughs> is <laughs> it gave me the, the motivation. <laughs> is it the cash or is it the grandparents? <laughs> no, it's the grandparents. Okay, yeah. cool. I mean, I wouldn't cool, have... Cool, cool. One without the other. (laughs) (laughs) You wouldn't have grandparents if cash were involved? No, I wouldn't have the cash of the grandparents. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But one without the other implies it's a a two-way street. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. (laughs) Anyway, they'll never listen to this. Maybe a cousin or two. Um, We'll then send a clip to them. Our number one sponsor is, of course, Who Wants to Be a Millionaire or Tax Loopholes, whichever you'd like to choose. Okay, my number one thing that I would do with a million dollars, I wonder if this is the same as anyone else's. I kind of wonder if... No, you don't think so. It's not for me. I just know it. (laughs) (laughs) My number one is that I would create a commune in Minnesota and I would use the money to buy the buildings so that all of our friends could live together. And like a million dollars is a really good amount to like get a really nice plot of land going, get the farm going, like get all the little parts of it, like workshops and sheds for everyone. Yeah, that's my yes. ideal. I thought about so, I thought about doing something like this, and I thought that everybody would be like insulted by like me buying them property. So I moved away from it quickly enough. But phrasing it as a commune or like framing it in that way, really. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Dang, I, like I would be offended if you bought a home that we could all live at. Yeah, it'd be yeah. exciting. That would be, <laughs> it'd be a weight off my shoulders. You know, then I wouldn't have to watch all that football. So. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you could also have like another million dollars that you contribute, but you know, a $3 million home. But it's all That's separate houses because we would kill each other if we all lived in the same house. No, it's like a giant, giant. It's like an estate. It's a property. There's a West Wing, an East Wing, a South oh. Wing. No, no, no. In mine, it's like a big plot of land, like maybe uh, several acres. Mm-hmm. And then there's Multiple different buildings. Yes, yeah, there's different buildings. Yeah. So everyone has their own space, but we're yes. close enough that we, and maybe we have a communal hall or something yeah, we where do. we like have dinner every night. Yeah, we do. Or, yeah. Yeah, we do. I oh like that. I'm so excited. There's a couple cows. Yeah. 
Yeah. So if we're really excited, then each of us only needs to contribute like three hundred thirty-three thousand dollars, and we can yeah, <laughs> I'm in. Yeah, let's yeah. Let me just pull that money out of <laughs> Mara's grandparents, I guess, because grandparents Aww. cash. Oh, what is that sad? <laughs> no, I might have. They have to be dead for that, but I guess I could ask them to oh. invest. Yeah, I don't think yeah. they would. In our I would commune? have to tell them I'm opening a farm. In fact, they would probably be the best <laughs> people that. because they would yeah. know how to do it because your yeah. grandpa's had him. so much experience. Bunch of advice. He still keeps up with the hot farming gossip. I love that. Yeah, he loves some hot gas. <laughs> Once a farmer, always a farmer. Honestly. That's what I've always said since the past thirty seconds. Yeah, I've had that dream since lunch, and I will not give up. It's giving the same vibe. <laughs> okay, well that's not my that's my number one. Okay, my number one thing: if I had a million dollars, that I if I had a million dollars, the number one thing on my list is I would further investigate what all the glitter is being used for. Yes, I want yes, to. Yes. <laughs> Answer I just, that question. I just referenced. You got so excited. You like, <laughs> I I just mentioned that yesterday, or like two days ago. I was like, "Where's the glitter going?" This I don't is know. so exciting. Uh, there's this theory. Well, nobody knows what the largest uh, buyer of glitter is um, because the glitter companies won't say what who is their largest seller, and they're all under NDAs and. All we know is in a phone interview from somebody who currently works for the glitter company, they just say, you'll never guess what it's used for. And so people have gone all the way from it's used in the paint for boats, or like deep Which sea seems fishing. Which obvious. Or, That's an obvious yeah, one. Like toothpaste is another one I heard. What Some are the people, other ones you guys have heard? I've heard because I think I sent this article. Did I send this article back when it happened? Like where I wanted us all to guess. Yeah, it's on Facebook. I think okay. I put it on our Facebook group where because I think I Jen guessed a bunch. She got really excited oh, about it. Oh, she did guess a bunch. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I was like, I was trying to figure it out. I know that weapons, like like weapons of, yeah. I don't yeah. know WMDs, but like you know state weapons might need it. But my guess is, is she saying you'll never guess? Because the interview is very funny to like read about yeah. like what she says. But my guess is it's food. There's something going on with food and us consuming glitter. Yeah. It's but something then, like, that would be upset. Would have, but, but then it would be purposeful. I'm like, like, what is the purpose of that? Why? It's like a byproduct of a process that they've decided they don't need to improve anymore. Or maybe they genuinely need it for whatever's being made. It's really hard what to say. Is glitter? Combination okay. of aluminum, <laughs> aluminum and polyethylene. It's plastic. To retha plate. Yeah. Nice. PET. Yeah, nice. Oh, P oh. Oh. Okay. But yeah, there's like a glitter shortage and stuff right now. And yeah. that's what's causing all the questions about where the glitter is going. Listen, I'm invested in this, Mara. I love this for you. Thank and you. Me. Apparently, there's earth-friendly glitter that's named from plant, made from plant cellulose, and derived from fibers, mainly from eucalyptus trees. But wow. yeah, one day this will come out, and I hope I'm still alive. <sighs> yeah, I want to be alive when it breaks. happens. I'm yeah. just worried that it's going to come out and it'll be boring. And I'm kind of like, would I rather have the mystery? No. I want to know. I think I'd rather have the mystery. If it <laughs> turns out to be boats or weapons, I'll be sad. 
that she wouldn't have said that. Or maybe, maybe she's she thought so ingrained, people, she didn't yeah. think those were obvious answers. If you're going to challenge hundreds of millions of people with the words, you'll never guess, somebody's going to guess. Right? Yeah. yeah, but they'll never know if they're right is the thing until Mara gets her million dollars. Yeah. Yeah. All That's right. <clears throat> okay, my number one thing that I would do with a million dollars is I would create a regenerative agriculture farm. Hopefully a, a one that I can like help teach other people on. But I have recently become an old lady and become very excited about regenerative agriculture. And you can... Uh, What's the difference between that and agriculture? So rege- I pulled up a thing just in case somebody else says. <laughs> so, <laughs> Uh, regenerative agriculture is a conservation and rehabilitation approach to food and farming systems. So it it focuses on topsoil regeneration, increasing biodiversity, improving the water cycle, enhancing ecosystem services, supporting biosequestration, increasing resilience to climate change, and strengthening the health and vitality of farm soil. So basically, you're like creating a bunch of food, you're providing habitat, you're sequestering carbon, you're improving the water cycle, you're doing all these like really amazing things and you're creating profit all in the same fail swoop. Um, Can you feed the current population with farming of this type? um, I mean, I would say probably, but I don't, I haven't like researched that question, but it's, I think that it's a more sustainable process long term but it's going to require more individual people because basically the farming system in the u.s has gone to corporate america and so you have like one person farming you know like the whole state of iowa basically yeah we would need more individual people invested in that process because you would have to have smaller farms so more people would become farmers again essentially um but you wouldn't need like people bringing bees across the entire country seasonally you would have bees on a farm because you have like wildflowers from the feed on all year round or that kind of thing like it, it's just like a more sustainable way of approaching everything and i am i don't understand why it's not already a thing and it makes me really mad and i think if you could teach people how to do it and get it to be a uh financially viable option that it would become the norm and then we would reduce the amount that we're shipping stuff across the world, we would reduce dependence on other countries. We would make people more independent, like nationwide, like Mexican people wouldn't have to come here because America ruined their corn crop, you know, like, I just think it's a better option. And now mm-hmm. I, I want to be a little farmer now. So this is different from organic farming. Correct. Okay. Organic just means like no uh, pesticide or herbicide inputs, I think. Yeah. Not this podcast is not fact checked, um, but, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yes. regenerative agriculture is intentionally like trying to create a system that's in in line with nature. So you're working with nature to create a better product for yourself and for nature. <laughs> Grayson wants me to say this podcast is not sponsored by the USDA. No, no. But yeah, Says- I would love I would love that. And if it's in Minnesota, then like six months of the year, I get to go, you know, fuck off and travel and have other hobbies because it would be like six months of the year it'd be great or i could teach the other half the year you know like travel the country and like teach other people how to do regenerative agriculture is that how you would make your income because yeah like how do you make your income i think so yeah i think it would be i don't think i could be a full-time farmer but i think if i was like half-time farmer half-time teacher half-time like nonprofit runner you know like i think i could make like a whole system out of it I just thought of what our number one sponsor should have been. It should have been 
all of the men out there like Donald Trump who have gotten small million dollar loans from their fathers. <laughs> I feel like it's just like be, really like uh, God. Could you, I just wish I had a small like imagine what a small what you would do with a small million dollar loan. <laughs> would I would do all that boring shit that I didn't share. Yeah. Change my life. And then one one fun shit. One, yeah. fun, one fun, one glitter sh- investigation. Yeah. <laughs> Title of my 4 p.m. routine every day. One fun oh, yeah. shot. Wink. Get it? I was talking about pooping. Oh. Did you get Listen, it? Listen, this is some I going. I'm diving into the Google world of regenerative farming, feeding the world. And I thought you were going to say like. Butt stuff. stuff. I know. I say you're diving into the world of learning how to like Google search. Like maybe you're gonna send tips to Carol later. <laughs> Let me Google that for you. <laughs> I'm a bitch. I'm it's, a lover. It's hard to look mad with two socks on your head, Carol. Sorry. <laughs> just doesn't really work. <laughs> I thought I was pulling it off. The first thing that Google says is that there may not be enough soil left to grow food within 50 years. Yeah, dude, it's been like that for like five years. Yeah, I find that hard to believe. It's not hard to believe because we're washing off like an inch of soil every single year and only the top like, you know, four inches or whatever are available to make any sort of actual good product. Can we make more soil though? It's like not a... It takes takes a very long... Either it takes a very long time or you need to invest a crap ton of it like in into it and we already have issues. So basically you could if you wanted to like get all the compost from all the people in the world and then start like a soil farm. But it's not profitable, and also most places don't have composting. It's like a whole thing. Or is it, yeah, because it seems like if we just did better at composting, then it may not be... Not completely, but because it takes a long time, and you would need to, like, transport the soil to different places. It would be a lot better if we could just preserve our topsoil. (laughs) Just do that. Just stop being bad at agriculture, and then we could not have to do the whole system where you, like, you know spend carbon to pick up everybody's compost and then we take it to a place and we do a thing with it and then we take it out to the farm and we dump it and we spread it just save it and then I'm yeah i wonder how many like, people are using cover crops quite a few now when I, I remember when i was a kid um in like growing up in iowa we would like cut uh, basically like we would have completely bare ground in the winter after the corn and soybeans were harvested, but now they're leaving like the bottom part of the corn stalk and stuff in to like make yeah. sure that we preserve more topsoil. But not everybody does. Mm-mm. And it's like a newish thing. And I don't know about other states. And we don't do like, like if you do something like winter wheat or, you know, like clover and then you grind it in later, it has some benefit, but most people don't do that. <sighs> All right. Like a later. I'll let you guys know. He's not going to like it. He's not going to like this. No, because <laughs> going to put I, that out there. No, I, I think he would, because sometimes when we drive around, he'll point out farms and he'll point out like bad farming practices and they usually mm. have to do with like not protecting soil Okay. in a certain way. So, and also he grew up at the time, like when he like went to school in a one room schoolhouse where all eight grades were in one Holy cow. schoolhouse and the farming that they did back then, I feel like I not I feel like it was way more similar to what you're talking about than yeah, versus the because big it was pre farming. yeah exactly because yeah. it was like pre commercialization yeah and they like had he, to actually think long term about their impacts like their grandparents were gonna or their grandkids were gonna invest in that and today yes. it's like how much money can I make this year yeah yeah, yeah. am I gonna can make you, a profit side note can you imagine 
being like growing up in that time period and now having like smartphones and AI chatbots and all that kind of stuff like all no. in your lifetime. He does so well considering. Uh, yeah, that's crazy. What a guy. What a I guy. love old people. <laughs> God, do we can't get yeah. started on old people. No. Just start crying. We don't no. have time. Where's the time? Where's the time? We're done. We're done. Uh, we did it, guys. We did another one. Boop, 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 if, boop, boop, boop. if you have comments, topics, suggestions, or questions, email us at mytopeverythingpodcast at gmail.com. Our upcoming episode that we're recording next, it, it has to do with arch rivals. So if you need advice or have any questions about your own personal arch rivals, email us. I'm your host. Oh, wait, we didn't. Right. I, I just thought it was assumed that Mara won this one because her. Mm-hmm. Plus um, two. Wow, Kara's face. Um, <laughs> I think Mara's we have to options say it. were. I yeah. won. Yeah. I'm yeah. the winner. Uh, thank you for listening today. I'm your winner, Mara. <laughs> I'm Marion. And I'm Kara. I'm the loser. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, this Bye. has been my... No, no. You have oh. to... <laughs> this has been my top everything. What oh, you know the name. we would Congrats. do with a million dollars. Our top three choices. I said it as concisely as I could have. Bye. 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 An idea for yeah. um, the the person who wins. I think they should be obligated to come up with the top three sponsors next oh. episode. Like so that. then it's kind of like you, you, you get punished. <laughs>